Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. And welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome back to the show, Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. Today I wanted to share some thoughts after a conversation I had with a friend and colleague this morning. This colleague of mine is working with families who have a child who has an addiction. So this child could be a child or more than likely it is an adult. And she said the majority of her families have kids that the addicted child is in their 20s or early 30s. So she's mostly working with parents who have an adult child who is suffering from an addiction. And so we got to talking about these parents that she works with. And she was telling me about inconsistent boundaries that the parents had when their child, their adult child was growing up. And either inconsistent boundaries or being overly strict or being overly permissive. Or bouncing back and forth between the two with no consistent kind of pattern. And it was really interesting because I have been in a few conversations with parents of teenagers over the past few days, interestingly enough, who are struggling with their teens. And when I've dug deeper down into what their stories are, I've found out that with the vast majority of them, they're either too strict with their child, too permissive with their child, or more than likely, or more often than not, they're bouncing back and forth between the two. So they're strict one day, they're permissive the next, they're strict again. And a lot of these parents have said that they didn't have a good role model in in their own parents growing up, so they're not really even sure how to navigate the whole parenting thing. And this can be really challenging. It can be hard when you don't have a good understanding of parenting when your kids are little, when they're toddlers, when they're five, seven, ten years old. But as soon as they get to be teenagers, wow, do you ever have to be on your toes? I meet so many parents of teenagers who, well, I meet so many parents of young kids who have heard such horror stories about the teen years that they're scared to death and are not looking forward to those years. 
And then I've met so many parents of teenagers who are so exhausted and so stressed out and are having such a hard time with their teens. And it's really sad that people feel that way. And for whatever reason, I have always loved teenagers. I think teenagers are awesome. And I tell everyone that I can encounter where this conversation comes up that teens are actually awesome. They get a really bad rap. They have a really bad reputation overall as a, as a whole. Not certain individual teens for sure, but teenagers in general have a really bad rap because I believe developmentally they're at a stage where they're looking to break away. They're starting that process of figuring out where, they, where their parents end and where they begin. This is a natural thing that has to happen in order for us as humans to be prepared to leave our family home, to leave the nest and go live on our own, start our own lives, build our own lives and form our own identity. So this natural thing that, that teenagers have to go through, I mean, it's natural. It's unnatural if they don't go through it to some degree or other. Some kids go through this breaking away process quicker, sooner than others. Some do it more aggressively than others, but it's normal for all kids to do it. So this breaking away process is normal, but if you haven't gotten the whole parenting thing down yet, when that breaking away process comes, then things really get hard really. And I've talked to parents this weekend, the past few days, in fact, who are struggling because their teens aren't listening to them. They're disrespecting them. They don't want to, they want to do what they want to do. And the parents are at a loss for what to do. And they're saying to me, I have no leverage. I, they're older. I don't have any leverage anymore. And they still have leverage. They still have extreme variations of leverage. They still put the roof over their head. They still pay for their food most times. They still may pay for their cell phone bill or what have, what have you. So it's a parent still has leverage as long as they're supporting their child in any way, shape, or form. Now, how you use that leverage is a whole different story and something that I talk about all the time, and we can certainly get into it in a different episode But what's more important is to understand what I was, what I tell parents all the time. And what's really was interesting this morning with my meeting with my colleague is that you can't be too strict. Let me say this. If you are too strict with your child, that could backfire on you. If you're too permissive with your child, that could backfire on you and them. Worse yet, if you bounce back and forth between being strict one day and overly permissive the next and then strict again, then you're inconsistent and then they don't even know what to expect. The very, and that backfires. The very best case scenario is if you can learn that fine boundary dance, that dance between being firm when you need to be, being flexible 
when it's appropriate and knowing when you need to be either firm or flexible. Knowing when the situation is calling for one thing or the other. I believe that is probably, as a whole, the hardest thing for parents to figure out. And it's one of the things I help parents to figure out because it's so important. Because if we don't figure it out, then our kids are at risk to get into situations that are not good for them. They're at risk for addictive um, choices, uh, choices that cause addiction. They're at risk for not only experimenting with substances, but getting hooked on them. And it was just really confirming for me how important it is to get this boundary thing down when your kids are young, as young as possible. Get it down when they're three and they're starting to have a voice. If you don't get it down then, fine. Get it down when they're five. Figure it out when they're eight. Figure it out when they're 12. Figure it out when they're 16. Something, just figure it out. It's never too late, but you have to figure it out. My friend was telling me that she has parents of 30-year-old men or women who are addicted to whatever they're addicted to And they haven't given their kids ever any responsibility. They still pay their adult child's car insurance. They live under their roof for free. They pay for their cell phone bill. And so they never figured it out when the kids were, before the kids became adults. So it just kind of reinforced how important it is that we figure out this parenting and specifically the boundary dance when our kids are young at some point between zero and 18. You know, if you have a 17 year old and you're hearing this and you haven't figured it out yet, I don't want you to panic. It's not too late, but get on it now, right away before it becomes too late, before it becomes a huge problem. If your child is 12, Great, jump on it now. Figure it out now. If your child is three or four, celebrate that you're even thinking about this right now and jump on it now. At any point along the way, jump on it. And if your child is 30 and has a substance abuse problem, then figure it out then. It's never too late, but it's important to figure it out. So I think that's what I wanted to share with you today. I'm not trying to instill fear in you no matter what age your child is, but I want to convey the urgency of figuring out this dance between being firm and flexible and how vitally important it is for your child. So that is my message today. If you are trying to figure this whole thing out and you're unsure and you don't know what to do, or what next steps to take, reach out to me. I am very happy to help you, talk to you, help you figure it out. And I also wanted to say, if you're listening to this on the podcast, that I would really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and rate and review my podcast. That helps other people to find it better. So, and the thing I want to do is help more people and help more parents. So if you would kindly 
take a minute and go over to iTunes and rate and review Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids, I would greatly appreciate it. So that wraps up today's episode. Wherever you are in this world, I hope you make it a fabulous day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.